This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. I'm Terry Stuck, host of Beauty Now. Today we are so lucky to have best-selling author Dr. Nicholas Pericone. Today he will explain step-by-step step how we can age-proof ourselves. On today's show, we're going to cover cellular rejuvenation, skin care, sex, vitamins, weight management, and more. True definition of beauty is, is optimum health. It starts from the inside. I think a lot of people don't exercise because they're intimidated. One of the important aspects of this whole program is there have to be some lifestyle changes. One that inhales cigarette, you create a trillion free radicals in your body, a trillion. There's a low-grade form of inflammation that goes on in our bodies every day. So we can't see it, we can't feel it. And found that if you lower the patient up with as much as 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C, you can increase the levels of vitamin C by about 80% in their skin. Hi, it's Terry Strzok with Beauty Now. Welcome back. And last week we were talking to Dr. Nicholas Pericone about his many books, and I want to welcome him back. Welcome, Dr. Pericone. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be back with you, Terry. We left off on inflammation, and please catch our first show so you can catch up on all the important diet tips and books and things that he has. So could you please finish telling our listeners about inflammation? Yes, um... You know, inflammation is such an important point, and I, well, I'll just take one minute to kind of review so we can catch up. Perfect. But um, I found through my research over the past 20 years that there's a, a low-grade form of inflammation that goes on in our bodies every day. So we can't see it. We can't feel it. And so it's not the kind of thing that we usually think of when we say inflammation, like a bright red sunburn or a swollen finger. It's absolutely invisible, but it goes on every day. And what it does is it tends to break down all of our body systems and tends to make us uh, accelerate the aging process. So we have to understand that inflammation is the bad guy. And what we were talking about last week was that, well, if inflammation goes on in our bodies all the time, what causes it? Well, one of the chief causes of inflammation are bad foods, but there are many other things, too. There's um, uh, psychic stress increases inflammation, not getting enough sleep. Um, everyday things like sitting in front of the uh, video display unit of our computer. But if you um, have stress, what, and, what do you advise to get rid of stress? Well, you know, one of the important aspects of this whole program once we understand the whole dietary aspect, is there have to be some lifestyle changes. And the lifestyle changes are extremely important. But once again, lifestyle changes have to be moderate, just like the diet is moderate. Um, and let's, so let's talk, you know, probably one of the first things is just getting adequate sleep. Um, you know, many of us don't get enough sleep. And uh, there are some people that truly do have a problem with insomnia, and, and you know, that, that requires a special approach. Uh, but what I want to talk about is the fact that the importance of sleep and why it's so important, because I think what I'd like to do is motivate our listeners to say, you know what, I'm going to turn the TV off an hour earlier and start and get some sleep, because what sleep does is it, through many, many unknown mechanisms, it completely rejuvenates cells. But what happens when we don't sleep is we're in a pro-inflammatory state. So let me talk a little bit about that. I think we've all experienced, um, if we've had a few uh, tough nights where we're in college, we're pulling all-nighters, or we're out partying, the next day we look in the mirror, we look absolutely terrible. The skin looks dull. We've lost our radiance. We feel terrible. And one of the things I noticed when I was an intern uh, in pediatrics at Yale, uh, we were on call up just about every other night. And uh, the next day, uh, you had to work, even though you're up all night. Next day, I would be craving just salt and sugar all day. And I thought that was just my peculiarity, a way of dealing with the stress. But the reality is that there's been physiologic changes. And what it happens is you drive up stress hormones like cortisol when you don't get enough sleep. Now, cortisol is a hormone that we need because it's part of the 
uh, fight, uh, fight or flight mechanism. Right. But high circulating cortisol levels on a regular basis are very bad for us. Number one, they make us insulin resistant, so we put on body fat. Number two, um, cortisol can break down muscle tissue. It can decalcify our bones. Cortisol is extremely toxic to the brain cells, and cortisol thins and wrinkles our skin. So cortisol is an absolute disaster, and when you don't get enough sleep, you have elevated cortisol levels the whole next day. Do you think men have that problem more than women? I think women like to sleep more than men. Yeah, I think you're right. I think um, <laughs> women do like to sleep more than men, and I think um, it might be a macho thing. You know, we don't need much sleep. We're right, exactly. Get this thing done. And, it's just not a good idea. So you need to get enough sleep. You want to keep those cortisol levels low. You know, it's almost impossible to lose uh, fat around the waist when your cortisol levels are high. And so you want to maintain this so that we can, we can lower inflammation by getting adequate sleep. Another thing is let's talk about exercise. Um, um, once again, uh, I think a lot of people don't exercise because they're intimidated by the fact because what their concept is is going to the gym for an hour, hour and a half of vigorous workout. And that's not it at all. In fact, if you're exercising vigorously for more than 30 to 45 minutes a day, you're actually increasing levels of stress hormones in your body. And so I've heard have, that. I've heard that. You know, we have... Um, that's we important have, for our listeners to hear because I know that, and I think that's such good news for so many people. It is. And um, the thing is, 20 or 30 minutes of, of um, a cardiovascular-type exercise is, is great. You can do that three or four times a week. And I also believe in, in uh, some resistance, weight resistance training, because weight resistance training can build muscle mass and increase bone density, which is an important part of looking and feeling good, but also when you have more muscle mass, you're, um, you have less chance of having type 2 diabetes because muscles use up sugar very quickly. It doesn't put a burden on the pancreas. So we have a kind of an endogenous defense system against inflammation and free radicals, and they're called antioxidants. And we get antioxidants, we make some antioxidants, we also get them through our diet. When you're out there and you're, say, exercising vigorously uh, for an hour, hour and a half, you use up all of those defense mechanisms. And now you're going almost naked in terms of protection of your body. So moderation is the key here. And as, you, you know, as people get older, even taking a 15 or 20-minute walk um, <clears throat> three or four times a week makes a huge difference in overall health. It does, so and it, it, it helps depression. It doesn't have to be something that's so daunting that it intimidates us and we're not going to do anything. Now, exercise is important, too, because what it does is it maintains muscle mass, maintains bone density. Some excellent studies showing that cardiovascular exercise three to four times a week is probably the best possible way to prevent Alzheimer's of anything they've, they've looked at thus far. Of course, we know the effects on the cardiovascular system, decreased risk of heart disease, lowers blood pressure, and it makes you look fantastic when you exercise moderately. Um, what you do is you um, increase circulation to the skin. We carry away... Uh, the toxins, we bring nutrients into the cells, and you look very radiant. So this is for the way you look and the way you feel. And once again, um, regular exercise is a great way of combating mental depression. Right. Uh, so these are all very important aspects of the anti-inflammatory program I call anti-inflammatory lifestyle. Uh, and then, of course, stress reduction, uh, very important. And there are ways of reducing stress. We can have meditation. If you're religious, there's prayer, certainly lower stress, um, yoga, Tai Chi, Qi Kong, there are a number of ways of doing this, or even just some quiet time. And there's loads of studies showing five or ten minutes of something like meditation dramatically lowers levels of the stress hormones like cortisol, uh, lowers blood pressure, helps regulate um, uh, the immune system, and also helps regulate our blood sugar. So those are important aspects. What types of exercise do you like? Well, I actually do uh, two things. Um, I do um, 
some jogging mm-hmm. um, about three times a week, and I actually do weight resistance training about three times a week. But once again, they're limited to about 30 to 45 minutes max. And uh, it's great because um, it doesn't take up too much time from my day, um, but uh, you know, maintains the muscle mass and keeps my weight down and, and basically keeps my, um, my mood uh, very regulated and up. So and how, for our listeners important. that are really inactive, uh, what would you recommend? How would they start? If you're really inactive, start with walking. Okay. And, right. um, you know, I, I, you know, I've seen, you know, I have so many patients, they've been there, and uh, um, they're overweight, and they just start off with a five-minute walk, and then it goes up, and they're just capable of doing 10, and they're up to 30 minutes or up to 45 minutes, and it's just amazing what it can do for them. And then I also recommend um, some weight resistance. And you don't have to have exotic things. You start off with a couple of soup cans while you're watching TV and, you know, raise them above your head and <laughs> move those muscles around. And, uh, but weight resistance is also very important to overall health. It makes a huge difference. Now, another um, uh, aspect of, of the whole program, you know, the, I'm a dermatologist, and ultimately um, I, I just love to see people look younger. And, and to look young, you have to have great-looking skin. And everything I'm talking about here will really change the way our skin looks. You know, last week we were talking about that, that I call the three-day nutritional facelift or facelift in the fridge uh, that we did on Good Morning America, Today's Show, and Oprah and all that. And I want to talk a little bit more about that because it's such a fun thing to do. It was amazing. I saw it. And uh, give you some specifics and what you can expect. First of all, um, it's going to be kind of a narrow diet for three days. And I'm also going to ask you to... Um, you know, not drink coffee, but drink green tea, because if you just stop coffee cold, you're going to get headaches. But green tea has plenty of caffeine in it to replace the coffee. But um, two meals out of the day, I want you to have salmon and a big green salad, and for dessert, have some melon and some fresh berries. And um, we talked a lot about salmon last week, so I'm not going to go over it again, but salmon's incredible for rapidly reducing inflammation in the body and giving you adequate protein. Uh, green salad uh, with olive oil and lemon juice as a dressing. Once again, uh, lowers uh, levels of inflammatory chemicals, gives you some essential fats. And then finally, the, um, uh, the fruit and berries, um, loads of antioxidants, a good source of a carbohydrate that's slowly absorbed. And then the other meal has to be within the realm of low glycemic. So maybe eggs, some oatmeal um, in the morning, um, drink eight to ten glasses of water a day. And if you're hungry, you can have a little snack. What advice do you have for willpower? <laughs> I'm sorry, say again? Willpower. For, for the first day, how do you advise your patients for willpower? Good question. I would advise that um, uh, they just focus on the way they look. Now, the first day uh, may be tough, um, and if you need a little snack, um, you know, have from the same category of food, you go ahead and do that. Um, but by day two and day three, you're going to start looking so different. Um, what you're going to see is the following. You'll see if there's any puffiness, dark circles around the eyes, they disappear. Contours in the face, um, your cheekbones look higher, your jawline's crisper, and your pores will tighten. Probably one of the biggest benefits is elevation of your mood. People will absolutely feel differently. They'll feel energized and very happy on this program. And when you walk in the room, people are going to notice the radiance of your skin. It actually looks like someone put a light bulb inside of your head and turns it on because you just radiate this health. And so the fun thing about this whole program is, and you, by the way, the, the average weight loss in the three days is six pounds. Because you're dropping That's your inflammatory levels, you're losing a lot of water weight, and you're also losing some body fat. But all you need is basically three days, three days to prepare for any incredible special event. So think of the fun if you're going to a reunion or to a wedding or you're giving a presentation at work, anything major. 
and you want to look like an absolute wow, you can accomplish it in three days. And it, it is just so much fun because you just can't believe what the difference you're going to look like. And it's funny when I um, I did the Oprah show. Um, uh, I couldn't believe the difference in that girl. I, I just, that one girl that, that was on, I, I can't remember, it was a long time ago, but it was amazing, the difference. Yeah, there was, there was one uh, redhead. She was yes. probably 50. And there was another one, uh, her name was Hope the Blonde. And they, they both looked so incredibly different. And the fun they part did. of the show was that Oprah had other physicians, dermatologists, plastic surgeons doing procedures. And I was going up against the procedures just by changing diet. It was amazing. And, and my husband is a plastic surgeon, and he was amazed. And he started advising his um, patients to use the Paracone diet. It is fun, and it's, it is amazing. So here we have this incredible tool to look absolutely fabulous in a period of three or four days, and, and it's not expensive to, to go about. So I love talking about the facelift in a fridge because it is so effective. And people are interested, they can actually go to my website. Uh, we, we post the uh, three-day diet. And we're going to actually do a link to your website, and we're going to give out that information. We're going to take a quick break. I love this. I love talking to you. We're going to take a quick break and be back with Dr. Paracon. Personallifemedia.com. Free internet audio programs on life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Listen from your browser iTunes, your iPod, or MP3 player today at personallifemedia.com. Welcome back, Dr. Paracone. We were just talking about his three-day facelift, foods you can eat, and um, I really want to do this now. I want to try it again. I love it. It makes such a difference in people. Welcome back, Dr. Paracone. Thank you. Yeah, it's always fun to talk about um, uh, the way we can change, change the way we look because um, the nice thing about practicing dermatology as opposed to, say, internal medicine, when we do something positive for the patient, the results are visible. And so, you know, the skin is a perfect reflection of what's going on inside of your body. I've never seen beautiful radiant skin on an unhealthy patient. And so when we do the three-day uh, facelift in a fridge, um, our skin looks absolutely fabulous, but the, probably even more important than that is the fact that all of the major organ systems are doing better because we've rapidly reduced that low-grade inflammation. And so the heart is working more efficiently. The kidneys are clearing. Renal clearance is better. Uh, brain is functioning. I remember our mood goes up and our ability to think is uh, more clearly. So all of these things do happen. And so uh, we use the skin as a monitor. And if your skin is beautiful and radiant and flawless, then you're doing wonderful things on the inside. and You're regulating your blood sugar and decreasing your risk of all those, those bad diseases that we see as we get older. So it's just an incredible thing. And once again, very gratifying to see the difference. And, um, you know, when I we getting back to that Oprah show that we did, uh, uh, the uh, two women um, they looked who, amazing, just, who yes. just did the mm-hmm. diet. I mean, Oprah just said, oh, come on, this can't possibly Even be. Even I thought, so I was thinking, I, I didn't think it really could make a, that big a difference. I thought, well, maybe they'll be rested or they had injections, but they looked so different. Yeah, and the important thing is they looked healthy. They did. They looked really healthy. They looked much younger. All my friends were talking about it. You know, it's funny. I was at um, I was awarded a I was giving a keynote speech at um, uh, a medical conference, and at the end of the speech, there was always a time for Q and A question and answers. And um, you know, usually when you're with a group of, of doctors and scientists, um, you get variations of scientific questions. But the very first question from the audience was, oh, Dr. Perkin, what's your definition of beauty? You know, I had never been asked that question before. And in, in being in a scientific conference, I just gave a scientific lecture. You're in that mode of thought. Right. And I just sat and it kind of, I don't know, I don't know how long I was standing, probably looking at a, at a daze, but um, the answer is, I, I said, my definition of beauty is, is health. When you are healthy, 
you are the most attractive person in the world because health does make you attractive. It makes, it makes you attractive to other people and it makes you interact better. Uh, so the true definition of beauty is, is optimum health. I think that health. is really good advice. Actually, somebody asked me that the other day, and I did think of your book and all that, and I said it starts from the inside. And obviously, I'm really pro-doctors and injectables and anything we have to do. But if you don't keep it up with your food and everything, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's beauty from the inside out. Now, well, you know, with that being said, obviously, I have um, spent 20 years doing research to come out with a, a line of cosmeceuticals that are applied topically that truly work. Uh, but I believe that you have to have beauty from the inside out as well as the outside in. Because in your, in your products, you, you put all the vitamins that you recommend and not everything like that. Yes. Um, since I believe that inflammation is um, at the absolute basis of aging, um, therefore all of the topicals, all the cosmeceuticals contain high levels of very powerful anti-inflammatories that rapidly penetrate the skin. So um, I'll, I'll talk about um, um, you know, getting foods that have um, adequate amounts of anti-inflammatories but the cosmeceuticals will concentrate those. So, for example, um, vitamin What's C, acid, favorite, which is yeah. a fat-soluble form of vitamin C. Now, vitamin C is a great antioxidant, anti-inflammatory. But, you know, the um, regular vitamin C, which is called L-ascorbic acid, is water-soluble. It's, it's irritating. It's probably not the best for skin. Uh, but uh, vitamin C ester, uh, which is a fat-soluble form of vitamin C, rapidly penetrates the skin and gets high levels. And so people say, well, why would you have to apply it to skin if you're already taking it internally? Well, interesting, and it's a good question, but um, scientists looked at the ability to load the skin with antioxidants that are protective against inflammation and found that if you load a patient up with as much as 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C, you can increase the levels of vitamin C by about 80% in their skin. Topically, right? Uh, this is what we're talking about orally. Oh, orally. If you gave someone 10,000 milligrams orally. But can people take 10,000? I thought you can only take 1,000 a day. Well, you know, that was like we loaded these patients up over a period oh, of a day. Oh, I see, okay. Like, just, we just, you know really loaded them up, and it's not, it's not a great thing to do. Right. <laughs> we found we raised levels by about 80%, but about 30 minutes in the noonday sun used up all the vitamin C. By taking vitamin C ester and putting it on the skin, as we do in the cosmeceuticals, we increased the vitamin C levels by 60 times in the skin, and it would not be depleted by sun exposure. I love the vitamin C products. I, I use them, and it makes an amazing difference because I love the sun, unfortunately. Yes, it does make a difference. So we certainly want to follow the program of the diet, and I also recommend... Um, the use of um, uh, nutritional supplements. Now, that's somewhat controversial. I think there are a number of physicians practicing mainstream medicine that believe that nutritional supplements are, are not necessary. And I think there's, whenever there's a, a scattered article coming from some journal that is negative towards supplements, you'll see it all over the mainstream media. And I think that's unfortunate because um, uh, there's a recent article from the Journal of American Medical Association uh, that came out saying um, antioxidants um, are, are bad for you, taking this in supplement form. And after examining the article closely and talking to my colleagues, um, the article was terribly done, uh, totally flawed for exclusion of a lot of good evidence. And, um, and they talked about vitamin E and some others. It's interesting to note that of the 108 solid articles using huge numbers of patients over a long period of time looking at the effects of supplement, positive effects of supplements that were published, not one of those articles were ever reproduced in the mainstream media, but the one negative article was. So it's 108 to 1, just to give you some idea of the kind of um, bias that we're seeing. So but I isn't think it true that if you powerful. take... They give you extra anti-inflammatory protection. They have to be taken correctly, but they can do some wonderful things. And one of the main points of the, uh, the latest book, uh, Seven Secrets on Cellular Rejuvenation, is that we can rejuvenate the mitochondria, that little organelle I talked about last week, 
that keeps the cells young. And we can do that through certain supplements like coenzyme Q10, acetyl-L-carnitine, alpha-lipoic acid, and some others um, that we can talk about depending on the amount of time that we have. So if we look at the overall program, um, inflammation is the bad guy, and we want to decrease inflammation in the body, and we have a three-tiered program to do so. The first tier of the program is, A, the anti-inflammatory diet, the most important, and we talked about that quite a bit. The second tier of the program is taking nutritional supplements that have anti-inflammatory activity, and I think that's an important part. And then the third layer of the program is putting topicals, like the cosmeceuticals, directly on the skin that have anti-inflammatory activity. So we're covering three separate layers, and then the, and then the little offshoot of that, of course, is we have to follow the anti-inflammatory lifestyle as well. It's a three-tiered program, beauty from the inside out, the outside in, um, looking at right foods, nutritional supplements, and the right kind of topicals. And if we follow this, I think that everybody's going to be very much convinced um, that you're going to look and feel as different as those people you've seen on Good Morning America and the Oprah Show. But once again, the skin is just a reflection of your internal health. And if you look that great on the outside, there's excellent evidence that your, your organ system is going to be doing that well on the inside as, as well. Well, it's amazing. What, Even if you look good and you start the diet, you, you look even better. You do. And, you know, the, you know, I have nothing against getting plastic surgery procedures and all that, but you know, they, they, and some of those procedures are great. They make you look fine. But, you know, no, it's but not most people want to stave them off as long as possible. Nobody wants to go under the knife unless they have to. Right. And, but not only that, you have a great procedure, you look great. What has it done to, to decrease your risk of breast cancer or heart disease? You know, it just doesn't do it. So. This program, I think, is essential because it's an no, overall program. it's true. Program. I mean, no matter what your position is, it, it's true. It's health, being healthy. Yes, exactly. So tell me, what's your favorite food with anti-aging benefits besides salmon? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one because I love <laughs> food so much. But um, I'd say that um, you know, I'm really crazy about berries. Mm -hmm. And so blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries. and You, you know, talked about a goji berry. berry, and I've never seen one. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, goji berry, you, you usually see them, they're, they're kind of dried because you, they're, they're um, found in the health food store. And goji berries are incredible because um, they contain huge amounts of vitamin C. Of course, vitamin C is a tremendous antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. But goji berries also contain some essential fats, um, and they also can do some incredible things. And one of them is, is to help them elevate um, hormones naturally in your body. You know, one, of the, um, one of the keys to youth, of course, is maintaining um, good levels of, of the healthy hormones. And um, we all know as we age, we lose hormones, and certainly um, hormone replacement therapy was a huge thing in this country for women um, as they um, became um, menopausal. But then uh, statistics showed that many of the synthetic hormone supplements that were being given uh, increased risk of cancer, so that was dropped. And so, you know, estrogen is you know, kind of a real miracle because it, um, it thickens the skin, it prevents wrinkling of the skin, it elevates your mood. Um, it maintains good bone density. There's a lot of things, as well as testosterone. So goji berry can actually assist us in, in making um, elevating levels of testosterone. Um, and um, so I recommend goji berries because of nutritional content and because it also can uh, help uh, maintain the normal uh, levels of hormone as we age. Is there a vitamin that has that in it that we could find? Uh, no, but there's some other um, herbals out there okay. um, uh, that are important um, in terms of regulating um, uh, hormones. And uh, there's actually one uh, so herbal that um, actually comes out of Malaysia. And it's actually the root of a tree. And I believe it's, um, it's been a while since I've looked at it. Tongkat? Tongkat? How do you say that? Tongkat, right. Tongkat Ali. And um, 
Uh, it's the root of the Tomcat Ali, um, and there's a, an extract in there, 100 milligrams of the extract. Uh, these are some very good, reputable studies that were done. can actually increase uh, levels of testosterone in both men and women. Now, um, women actually do have a small amount of testosterone made in their bodies every day, and it's important because uh, the small amounts of, of testosterone that women uh, synthesize in their bodies every day are important for a number of things, for, for their mental health, uh, motivation, and also for women's libido. Men, of course, it's essential for the secondary sex characteristics, maintaining muscle mass, good bone density, um, uh, good mental acuity. And so we tend to see this levels drop um, in men. I think men lose about 10% of their testosterone for every decade after the age of 30. So you see a 50-year-old man, he's, got, he's running on 55 or 60% less testosterone than when he was uh, below 30. So we and need to make a cereal with this. Well, the important thing is that... Um, Tongue cat can help actually naturally elevate levels of testosterone in both men and women. But there's no supplements that we could find? Uh, well, actually, yeah, there are supplements. And um, you can go to the health food store. And then also in the resource section of my book, on Seven Secrets, we talk about um, websites we can go to to, um, to uh, find, find these the tongue findings. cat extract. Okay, great. You go to the health food store, you can look at that. Um, there's another um, uh, uh, herbal uh, from uh, something called Makai, which is out of um, Peru. Uh, another, um, it's called a cruciferous vegetable, uh, tends to regulate ovarian function. Very good for women as they approach menopause. Uh, so it doesn't elevate ovarian function. It, it regulates it, which is very, very important. And what's your best advice for people in their 20s who don't think that they need a program? Well, you know, it's, it's, that's a good question. You know, when you're, when you're in your 20s, um, you, don't, you, know, you think you're immortal, so why would you worry about aging? But <laughs> I think a lot of people, um, and I see a lot of people in my practice and a lot of people that I meet um, around the country as I do my public television tours that are in their 20s that are interested in, in not aging. Um, so, you know, the anti-inflammatory diet is key here. Follow the diet, moderate exercise, you know, certainly don't smoke cigarettes, limit alcohol intake, uh, try to keep stress levels down. And you can certainly start um, even with some, um, some, you know, some nutritional supplements at that age. I've I, seen a lot of um, younger people addicted to cigarettes. What's your best advice to help them quit? You know, um, it's highly addicting. And um, I think, first of all, there's nutritional help. Um, there, uh, and I found this out, actually, when I was working with a friend of mine who uh, at Yale was um, uh, involved in the substance abuse program. And what they were doing at Yale, they were giving uh, people um, uh, large amounts of vitamin C, and B6 throughout the day, and it tends to help um, uh, cravings. And so I started um, uh, giving the same uh, recipe to my smoking patients, and they really said it did help in terms of reducing their craving for cigarettes. And, uh, of course, vitamin C is very important if you are a smoker because um, uh, it uh, helps with wrinkling, the, uh, right? negative effects. You know, when you have one puff of one cigarette, one inhaled cigarette, you create a trillion free radicals in your body, a trillion See, that's what's so scary, and I want to help educate everybody to quit smoking. We have to take a break, unfortunately. Oh, that's the end of our show. We're going to have to welcome Dr. Paracone back next week. I love getting all this information from you. Thank you so much, Dr. Paracone. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening today. This is Terry Struck, host of Beauty Now. Please visit our website, personallifemedia.com, where you can get a transcript of this show and subscribe to get future episodes. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.